You're listening to DraftKings Network. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Mike Golick. God bless football in just a couple short weeks training camp open. Now, as a former player, that time sucked for me. As someone in the media, I love it because the the shows of who's on the Mount Rushmore of this and that are over and we can actually talk football. (laughs) Uh, We do have a game called uh, Would You Be Shocked that's coming up later today for you. (laughs) Oh, seriously. Uh, we do. I also have a Lake Tahoe update for you. Mikey A is beefing with a CBS reporter. Mikey A hates the beach. He hates warm weather. Uh, but Mike, usually you say God bless football and you throw it to Billy Gill. Yeah. Billy Gill is not here and won't be here for the next three weeks. Would you like to know why? I would. I hope it's nothing bad. I mean, first and foremost. Depends. It depends on your uh, on your depends vantage on your point, <laughs> but it's okay. something great. He is taking it. Billy had a second child. He and his oh, wife. Congratulations oh. to them. Yes. Um. Do we know if it was a boy or a girl, Mikey? Yet? I know nothing. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know less. nothing. <laughs> I figured you would know. He is taking a three week paternity leave, Mike Olick. And so I am wondering how you feel like three weeks feels a bit excessive to me. My wife popped out twins and I was working the next day. So how do you feel about this? Well, different times, Stu. Listen, I have a nephew who just had a baby not long ago and he got six weeks. What? His wife wife got 14 weeks from her job. He got six weeks from his. This is something amazingly new. And listen, if guys want to take advantage of it, more power to you. Go ahead. But Stu, you know, we never had that option. I mean, that was that was that was never even a thought process when we had kids that the father would take time off if the mom needed to great she did all the work we were there for a minute in the beginning of right. this whole thing yeah. you know so get back to work to us for them do what you got to do so this is all a new thing for me um and and what's interesting is it, it i guess it depends what work you're in because if you're an nfl player you ain't taking three or four weeks off now right. we, we know in businesses you can get you know, paternity, uh, mater- paternity leave, maternity leave, but that's not happening in some areas of work. So it's something very, very different than than what you and I are used to, Stu. Mike, how would you have handled if your wife went into labor on Sunday morning and you were playing? We already talked about, we had talked about mm-hmm. that, Mikey, eh? because Mike was born during the season. Mike was b- born September 28th. So that was during the season. <clears throat> and we always... We always hope our wives, and this is always talked about in the locker room, don't have the baby on a Tuesday because that's our day off. We'd like you to have the baby on another day so we can get an extra day off. <laughs> of course, Chris had Mike on a Tuesday, so it was the day I already had off. Just to piss you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I'm back to work the next day, basically. Um, so I, I said all that and then forgot the question. What was it, Mikey A? What would you have done? Sunday oh, morning, so, she's in labor. So, we had talked about that, and my wife was firmly in the camp of you stay there and you play the game. Okay. I'm I'm cool here. I in all honesty, I'm not sure what I would have done. That's what she wanted. 
from her side. And for the most part, you know, we're going to do, you know, what, what our wives want or our spouses want. And so I probably would have, but that, that would have been tough, it, you know, especially if something goes wrong, you know, you'd be so guilt ridden. But to, to answer your question from my wife, she was like, if you're at a game, you're going to stay and play the game. I'll be fine here with, with family. Uh, Mike, here's what I'm thinking. Three weeks, six weeks, whatever it is, I'm thinking about a third kid. Like, I'm thinking about talking to Abby. <laughs> six weeks off with pay? It's a dream. You know, you do that for the dead show? Yeah, I guess. The, the key thing you said there, Stu, was talking to Abby, because I already know what she's going to say. So you don't, you don't ever have to worry about maternity leave because that ain't she's, ever happening again. She's going to ask if there's a way we could do that without actual physical. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you were going to say, Abby, can we have another kid? And she'll say with who? Can we will one into existence? Yeah. If, if she says, hey, if we can figure out the immaculate conception, we're good. Okay. <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too good. We will get to Lake Tahoe. I have a surprise for you in regards to Lake Tahoe. Uh, oh, it just, okay. I do. A nice surprise, I think. I don't know. Uh, but I am wondering, Mike, because you mentioned for the media, we love this time of year because we are inching closer to college football and to the NFL right. season. As a player, what is it that you were kind of thinking right now? What were you going through right now? What were you doing to prepare yourself for the NFL season? Because a lot of these guys, Mike, go out to Lake Tahoe to relax a little bit before they get into training camp and the NFL season. So notice the players, the active players that are going to Tahoe. Yeah. They're what we like to call stars, okay? Yeah. In my nine years, I would say probably four, maybe five, I felt pretty comfortable going to camp that I was not only going to make the team, but play, you know, a few of the years I was a starter. So I figured that was going to be going to be it, but there were probably half of that time, you know, I wasn't sure I had to go make the team. So, you know, there were, there would have been no Tahoe. Hell, I wouldn't have got invited. Number one, right. Um, always about two weeks before camp, my wife would be like, you know, I wish you would get here. Cause you need, you need to go. I'd start to get antsy, you know, because <laughs> there, there was that feeling. This is, not only did I love playing football, but this is now my job to provide for my family. So th this is what I did for a living, and I was preparing and working out. And I'd say one to two weeks before that, Stu, I would start getting real kind of edgy and antsy. And I hated training camp. The only people that liked training – I mean, Jim McMahon, one of my teammates in Philly, he loved training camp. Quarterbacks don't get hit in training right. camps. Red jerseys. Yeah. Quarterbacks, kickers. You know, they, you know, they're, they're not, they're not in the physical part as much of training camp. I hated it. And this was back again, when not only do we do two a days, both gate, both practices and pads, sometimes in between that we would have a full pad special teams practice as well. So there was hitting all the time in camp. I know it's different today. I'm not ripping today. I probably would have loved it, you know, like it is today where you can't sure. have that second practice. There can be no pads worn at all. So again, different time. It was a lot of hitting. Um, it, it, it. I hated it. I didn't know anybody who liked camp at all. You just, I mean, the years I was nervous about my job. You kind of, as you're practicing, you get a feel for how many are at your position. How is it going? You think you're going to make it? How is that person doing in their reps? It's kind of like I've always said this about the golf, uh, Stu. When I was doing a show, when people are like, "Oh, other golfers don't wish." that the golfers they're playing against hit a bad shot or miss a putt. I'm like, bullshit. 
I, are you kidding me? <laughs> if a guy's sitting there and he makes that four foot putt and he beats you, you're inside your head, you're wishing he misses it. Of so course. while I can't control a guy I'm in competition with, that doesn't mean when he's taking a one-on-one rep, I, I don't hope he gets crushed, right? Right. And he's right. probably hoping the same thing to me, and that's fine. I, I, I get it. So it's a it is a very, very, very nerve-wracking experience in training camp if you're if you're not one of kind of the guys where you know your spot is safe. If you're not Reggie White, essentially. Well, I mean, listen, on our team, Reggie White, Jerome Brown, Clyde Simmons, Seth Jordan, we had plenty of guys who you knew were going to be there. And once I got to Philly, not maybe the first or second camp, but, but you know, I was there six years, probably the last four of them, I, I was pretty secure. And then when I went to Miami, I went there, they signed me as a free agent. I was very secure about that. But before that, man, let me tell you, my first training camp, I went to San Angelo State for the Houston Oilers, sleeping in a dorm. I had a clock. And I had a clock and I woke up, I swear, Stu, every half hour to look at the clock to make sure the clock was working so I wouldn't be late. Not only that, I didn't believe that clock. I would physically get out of bed, (laughs) walk into the hallway and look at the clock in the hallway to make sure that they were in sync. So I wouldn't. And and they blow a a huge, loud horn when you got to get up anyway. So it's not like I wasn't going to wake up. But that's how neurotic you are at training camp when you're a a rookie or b you know somebody who is not assured of making a team wait were you thinking the guy you were competing with uh had set your clocks to the wrong time no 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 more like was there a power outage great idea just not working you know so yeah it's 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 some wild stuff but but sabotaging the the person at my position that, that never really crossed my mind i was too worried about myself right did you find there was more delusion amongst players that were never going to make the team that thought they were or players that were going to be on the team that thought they were going to get cut at any minute? Mikey, a players know the writing on the wall better than anybody else. You're a camp. You know, you know just about exactly where you stand. And you know an uh-oh moment that you have. Mike remembers his. When he was in New Orleans, he was playing a lot of center. Things were going going fine. You know, he's right there kind of on the fridge. You know, Mike got cut three times, and it was always the last cut, so he was always right there at the end. But he tells the story of he played right guard at one practice for the Saints in a two-minute drill, and, you know, he just he flat out got run over. And he ended up at the feet of his offensive lineman, and he said or offensive coach, offensive line coach, he said he looked up at that coach and the coach just gave him a look. And Mike said, I knew at that point I was done. You know, so there there are moments, you know, that good or bad that, oh, that really helped me or, oh, my God, that really hurt me. But players know the numbers at the position and they know where they stand better than anybody else. Mike, when did you start? Mike, you were a good football player. We make fun of you, but you were a good football player on a great defense. When did you stop feeling that insecurity? When did you just know, hey, I'm going to make the team no matter what? Probably, um, you know, I got to I got to Philly after I got cut after the um, uh, the strike in 87. You know, they had the replacement players. We were picketing on the outside. When I was in Houston, uh, what Houston did, Houston signed every one of the replacement players after the strike. So literally our practice field must've had 150 players on it. And there were fights all the time, you know, about it. And I was the starting nose tackle before the strike, but I was very involved as a, uh, as a union guy that all of a sudden after it, I was inactive. 
And I went to Jerry Glanville. I said, what's the deal? And they said, well, you know, they give you some runaround answer. And I said, listen, if this is the deal, just cut me. And sometimes be careful what you wish for. They cut me. But that was like on a Monday or a Tuesday and Thursday, I signed with the Eagles. And obviously, I knew I was going to be there most likely the rest of the year. That next training camp, just like my couple in Houston, were nerve-wracking. You know, now can you, you got to make the team. And once I made the team that, that next year in Philly, I kind of got established in the rotation of Mike Pitts, Jerome Brown, and myself, kind of that three-man rotation. And that's how it went for a few years. So for those few years, I, I I felt I felt pretty good about my chances there. All right. Uh, when we come back, Mike, because the season hasn't started yet, me and Mike EA have a game to play with you. Yeah. It's uh, Would You Be Shocked? We're going to ask you a series of NFL questions. You tell us if you would be shocked or not <laughs> if these things happen. I have an update for you, a delightful update as it relates to uh, Lake Tahoe. We'll find out why Mike EA is dressed the way he's dressed and uh, – <laughs> We'll talk about the long drive he took with his kids and the fact that he hates the sun and the heat. <laughs> we'll do all of that next on God what Bless do you mean? Football. <laughs> A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years, we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Mike Golick Sr., are you wondering what I've been wondering since we started uh, God Bless Football this morning? Because, uh, well, I'll just say it. Have you been wondering why Mike E.A. is dressed the way he's dressed right now? You know, Mike E.A. dresses kind of interesting at times, but this this kind of seeing him in a muscle shirt and a, and a, and a what, what kind of hat do we call that? A big uh, one. It's not a bucket hat. Yeah, it's like a bucket hat. It's, it's, it's got a Yankee logo on it. Right? I, I do wonder what is going on in your life that makes you dress like this. Um, well, I, I, this is vacation, Mike. You're welcome. Nice to meet you. Um, this hat was actually I'm actually wearing out of spite. My wife bought it for me as a joke, saying you'll never wear that when we go on vacation. So right. I have yet to take it off. I sleep with this hat on. I go to the beach with this hat on because she said I wouldn't wear it. She's like, there's no way you walk around with that hat. Wait, on. wait, but why would she think you wouldn't wear a, it's a bucket hat uh, with a Yankee logo on it? Yeah, because you're, I mean, you're a Yankee fan. But, but look, I mean, look at it. It's ridiculous. I just don't care. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I just don't care. That's, that's. And, what, the, mu and the muscle it, shirt. Well, I mean, I'm at the beach too. I sweat a lot. <laughs> yeah, but you hate the beach. <laughs> you know, I I do hate the beach, but I came to the realization the other day that I don't hate the beach as much as I just hate being hot. As right. a, as a as a fat man, 
I, I step outside and it's instantly drenched in sweat and I'm angry. Right. I, and I, I hate being hot. We were getting ready to leave and we're inside in the beautiful air conditioning, the lovely, lovely air conditioning. And my That's wife great. is losing her mind, you know, yelling at the kids to get this ready and get that ready. I'm like, hey, calm down. We're on vacation. As soon as I stepped outside, I'm like, everybody get in the car. Let's go. We are not staying here. Like, as soon like as soon as I crossed the threshold and the wonderful air conditioning was out of reach, I got angry. And I was like, you know what? I don't know if I hate the beach, but I do. But I do hate the heat. I, I'm telling you what, Mikey A, I am not a beach guy. To me, there is nothing worse than it being hot. Yep. You're sweating a little bit, and then you got sand stuck all over you. The worst. I, I'm not a beach guy. I'm not an ocean guy. Listen. We had the horrible tragedy of the submersible, which was just awful. Mm -hmm. We had orcas attacking boats out there in a in a 6,000-mile boat race. We have shark attacks going on. You know what? Leave the ocean alone. We got yep. a new cruise line, a new new uh what a cruise ship out there, the biggest ever made. Let's leave it alone. Let's mm -hmm. let's leave the the ocean do your thing, man. I'm going by the pool. Not only is the pool uh, to me, I'm not getting any sand on me, but it's a lot closer to a room with air conditioning I if I want to go in for a while. So give me the pool any day of the week over the beach. You sit at the beach, you're sitting in the sand. The sand is hot. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's it's chafing places you don't want chafed. Yeah. And your only yeah. refuge is to go into a giant, salty, cold bottle of uh, uh, body of water that where everything in it wants to kill you. Everything right. in the ocean yes. wants you to die. Uh, two poll questions, Mikey. I don't know if you have the ability to do this without Billy here, but should we finally leave the ocean alone? That would be uh, that would be my first one. Secondly, uh, do you hate the beach? <laughs> if you can figure out how to do it, get into Billy's go, get Billy's username and password, get into the Levitard Show account, and put, or just text him to Juju. Okay, do you hate the beach? Okay. <laughs> and should we finally leave the ocean alone? Because, Mike, I will say this. As I get older, I find myself hating the beach, hating the sun, and hating heat more and more. I do okay. as I get older. All right. So I was going to ask you, Stu, beach or – to me, the question is beach or pool. All right. So I have the answer for you because I am currently at a place – neither. It's a lake. That's where I want to be. Oh, a lake. lake is nice. Yes. Lake, yes. Is, yes. lake is the answer. Yes. Yeah. Bluegills yes. aren't taking your arm off. That's right. for sure. Uh, like, Mike, I'm going from Lake George to Lake Tahoe. Like, I'm into lakes. Lakes okay. are my thing. <laughs> and I love fishing, so I think that, that that's awesome. There ain't, There's not nearly enough things in the lake that are trying to kill you, so that's a good thing. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Mikey, hey, how far? I only ask you this because I want to see you go like seven up, yeah. this far. How, how far did you drive with your kids? Some vacation you carved out for yourself. Uh, you went to a place that you hate, okay? Um, <laughs> it's sun and heat that you hate. And then you drove your kids. How long? How I want so, Golik to hear this. I drove nine hours with my wife, my four-year-old, and my seven-year-old to go to a place I hate in the beach to stay with my whole uh my my wife's entire family, all my in-laws. And this That's is my vacation, vacation for you. That, this is a vacation for you. This was this the vacation was I was told I'm going on. So let me ask you this, though, because I feel like today traveling with kids that age is a little easier because of the iPad that you could just watch stuff. Whereas our kids, Stu and I's kids, we didn't really have that. There had to be other kinds of entertainment. But kids today, whether it's in a car or on a plane, you always see that iPad running. 
it's it it's it helps a lot until but once the iPad is either off or they've run through everything they want to run through on it, now now the drop off is far steeper. Right, now they right, don't right. know how to not have it. And that happened around the six hour mark for me. And okay. I, I highly consider just just driving into the nearest hard object. Right. Mike, what's the longest you've ever driven with your kids? Like the whole family when they were younger. Okay. You had Mike, you had Jake, you had Sydney, you and Chris. What's <laughs> we, I'm not gonna lie, Stu. Listen, we we didn't drive many places that took long. If, right. if it was gonna be long, we flew. We we, we got in a plane. We we were not gonna drive. But I do remember when I was younger, me and my brother Greg and my mom and dad, we drove from Cleveland to Jacksonville for the Gator Bowl that my brother Bob was playing in. Right. I think a sophomore year, so that would make him, what, 19? So I was I was older then. I was th- six years younger, so I was like 13. So it wasn't awful that way. But, you know, we, we, we didn't drive far with the kids. We were a flying crew. And what <laughs> right. was great is when each kid was young, if, if for some reason we flew southwest, you could get on, you could, the whole group could get on if one of the kids was young enough. So when Sydney, my youngest, got past the age of, of pre-boarding, we stopped flying Southwest. We said, okay, that's it. <laughs> and you started flying first. first class because Sydney yeah, was picking. Because exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney was choosing the tickets. Right? Yeah, because at five years old, we couldn't board early. When Sydney was five, we couldn't board early on Southwest, but that's probably when she got her first credit card. So yeah. That's a little heartbreaking to me. I picture the Golics in the wood panel station wagon just cruising the country, going back and forth. And oh, you now I find out you guys friend. didn't do it. And it's, you know. no. We do it more now, but it's, for the, it's with the dogs. You know, when we go from South Bend to Arizona, we have our sprinter van that me and Chris ride in with the three dogs. So the dogs are like our, our kids now. We travel in that. I love uh, I love Sydney as a five-year-old. They're all waiting at the terminal, and someone says, hey, first class, and Sid turns to the family says, hey, it's time to board. Exactly. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We know she gets it from her mother. So, <laughs> But not you, Dad. No, not me. I'm along for the ride. Mike and Jay, no, you're a coach. coach. Yeah, yeah, how about it? So I did this one time. So we went out. We used to do uh, NFL Live. Before, I mean, it was NFL Tonight before it was NFL Live. And we used to go to the Pro Bowl. We would go right from the Super Bowl, like me, Malone, Salisbury, Merrill Hodge. uh, And and we would go to the Pro Bowl right from the Super Bowl and do a whole week of shows out there. And the kids were really young then, but but still old enough to go have fun there. It it was a phenomenal trip. So we're coming back. We took our mother-in-law, Jan, who's actually out here right now with us, and Chris's mom out there. And... For some reason, I don't know what happened. I don't want to prolong the story, but she was the only one in coach flying back from Hawaii. Okay, this is before we were in Arizona, so we were coming back to like like Philadelphia, uh, like uh, uh, Connecticut. So she was the only one in coach. Everybody else was at first. I, when we got on the plane and realized this, gave up my first class seat for her, and I went back and I sat in coach and I said, I, I have to do this right. And the flight attendants were like, oh, my God, that's so nice of you to do for your mother. You know, they were just praising how nice I was for doing that, right? So I go back there. She's up front. I mean, so then we're in the flight, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go up, you know, and and say hi to everybody, see how they're doing. I walked up there. Those same flight attendants who were praising me were saying, 
sir, you can't be up here. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You were just telling me how nice I was. For... They're like, yeah, you can't be up here. Get, you know, basically get behind the curtain. I'm like, oh, my God. It was <laughs> nice. Chris, get to the send back. Me back a drink. Send me back a drink. Do something. Uh, one of the games we played in the car, by the way, Mike, it, like Golik is right about this, Mikey. Eh? We had to fill time in the car. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, it's where I think I fell in love with radio. It did, just filling time, okay? Because we had to fill time on long road trips. One of the games we played in our car, Mike, I don't know if you did the same, was the States game. Yes. Where if I said Alabama, you would have to take the last letter of Alabama, A, and then give another state that started with an A. Right. Did you guys right. do that in your car? We did that, yes. We yeah. also did the license plate game, looking for different license plate states right. and stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. You had to find a way to entertain yourself. Um, really, the longest trips we took around here was driving Sydney to swim meets. And that's where I'll say I'm very proud of her because when 70s hits come on, she can sing them word for word. I played all 70s music, and she's she's a 28-year-old who knows all the, the great 70s songs. So I'm very proud of that. Uh, that is really, does she? Like, yes, I would like to have yes, Sydney yes. on to sing 70 yes. songs. Can we arrange she, that sometime? She knows them. Uh, yes, we can. She knows them. Yeah, she would do very really? well at it. Yeah. She won't need lyrics, no karaoke. I'll just say a song, blurt it out. She'll go. She'll know some of the songs. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, okay. she will. Okay. By the way, by the way, uh, Stu, you do know the big news. What? Sydney, Sydney is going to have a baby. Yes. Oh, wow. Congratulations, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Sydney is due in November with a baby girl. Yes, her and really. Yep. Uh, I mean, how about Junior? Uh, so you know, let's go. Let's wait. <laughs> we keep asking. The wife keeps asking. <laughs> you know, we, we don't know what's it's going. Got to find a wife first. You know? Is asking <laughs> the right word? Yeah. Asking is asking yeah, we, the right word. I feel like it's staying, demanding. Kind of kind of staying out of that one right now. <laughs> yeah. Gojo is listen. He's doing fine. Okay, he is he is living a very stress free exactly life right, right now. Yeah, yes. when you're in Manhattan Beach, a uh, uh, Manhattan Beach, a block from the ocean. You're okay. Things yes. are okay for you. Yes. Uh, uh, by the way, I lied. Uh, we didn't get to uh, Would You Be Shocked, and we didn't get to the Tahoe news I have for you. And I know you're a busy man because no, you. I, I, I got some time for you if you need. I got a little more time. Okay. I'd like to play this game, the stupid game you want to play. <laughs> I'm so stupid about it. Yeah, we'll 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 see. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Mikey A is beefing with a CBS reporter. It's weird. <laughs> oh All that coming up next on God Bless Football. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at DraftKings. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boost, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you are new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers, bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. I love bonus bets. Who doesn't? The conference semifinals have some great matchups. You have the Knicks and Pacers in the East. You have the Nuggets and T-Wolves in the West. Oh, it is just getting good. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code LAF. That's code LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. All right, Mike, we will get to would you be shocked here in just a minute. Um, 
Uh, you, you seem very excited for it. Uh, but but first, you're not. I know. Uh, but first, I have some exciting news. So I am headed out uh, today, as a matter of fact, to Lake Tahoe. Um, I might stop in uh, Seattle, Washington, take a short drive down to the gorge and see a couple of dead shows before I get to Lake Tahoe. I you may might. or may not might. do that. I'm just saying, right? They only have five shows left. Uh, listen, it worked out well for me, Mikey, okay? Because I have to be in Lake Tahoe, two shows in the Northwest at a place I've never seen them before, the Gorge, just outside of Seattle. And then I go to three in San Francisco, once Tahoe, and the tournament is over. So these are short drives for me. Wow. This is like, an, yeah, so when in Rome, uh-huh. <laughs> right. yeah, go to dead shows. Uh, Billy's off, and I have to wrangle you to get uh, stupidity and God bless football in that time. So, oh, listen, (laughs) listen, me and Golick are we're going to have the world. (laughs) We are going to have every football player that you would want to have on God bless football at our disposal. Hopefully next week, just show him how to get a number. That's all I want to show Mike how to get a number because he'll get bigger numbers than you. Uh, well, I know. Well, I'll get the numbers. Like I'll just walk behind Mike and get the numbers when he's done having his conversation. Right. (laughs) I think that's the way to do it. So we'll get to would you be shocked here in a second. A series of questions, NFL questions for Golik. Um, we'll find out if he would be shocked if indeed these things happen. But I am headed out to Tahoe. Mike Ryan will be joining me. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of stuff for the Lebitard show out there and God Bless Football and Stupidity. Mike Golik Sr. is going out there. This is my third time going out there. I have been raving about it since the first time I went out there. And now Mike Golik Sr. is going out there. For the first time, he was invited last year, Mike. You couldn't play because you were hurt, right? Yeah, I had a shoulder surgery I had, so I couldn't make it. Okay, so are you excited for this year's tournament? Because we play in the Pro-Am on Thursday. You're playing for the whole enchilada. You're in the big tournament, Mike. You're playing all three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, with Mahomes, Kelsey, Aaron Rodgers, you know, guys like that. I think you're playing with Mike Vrabel on Friday morning, which is going to be exciting. So I'm breaking news here to you. Oh wow, that would be because I have no idea. I'll find. I I think I'll just find out next Wednesday because people are saying who you who you golf with. I said I don't know. I'm sure I'll, right. I'll find out. Right. I'm also I'm golfing in the pro am in the afternoon on Thursday. I don't know if you're doing morning or afternoon, but I'm doing the afternoon one. I got invited to this a, a few years back too during the Mike and Mike the height of the Mike and Mike years, but I was still rather large. I would be drunk after three holes and my game was horrible. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go out there and embarrass myself. So. I got the invite last year, couldn't go. So I'm going this year, and I've been nervous, too. I'm not going to lie, because there's some really good golfers out there. Yeah. And then, and I saw the scoring system. It's kind of the modified Stableford scoring system. and But I saw some of the scores from last year and saw the guys. I looked at the bottom to say, am I going to be this bad? I think I'm going to do okay. And then I watched the match with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson against Travis Kelsey and, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Right. Now, Steph's the best golfer out of all of them. Steph's a Easily. very good player. They were bad. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. I mean, they were hitting their shots out of the rough. They're overshooting the green, yeah. missing the green. I'm like, okay. And then I, somebody, I think it was my wife that said, well, you got to remember when they show this on TV, they're showing kind of the leaders and the better golfers. There's going to be more mediocre golfers than than really good golfers here. So that made me feel a little better. I am still nervous. About it, I've been trying to work on my game uh, a little bit to to be to, to be able to represent and not embarrass myself. My biggest fear is hitting somebody with a golf ball. Right. And just just as Pat Mahomes said during the match, when people were lined up for a shot out of the rough, 
He's like, people, I am not a professional. We are not professionals. Get the <laughs> hell out of the way. And I, I, I have a feeling that's what I'm going to be saying as well, because while I'll, on the 17th hole, I'll do a beer bong, I'll shoot beers with people, I'll have a ball. I just don't want to hit anybody. Sure. Uh, Mahomes and Kelsey have no, like, they're not out there to win. They're out there to have a good time. They're out there yeah. to party. They'll be throwing the football down yeah. the fairways with, you know, with, with, with people who were there, spectators who were there. Right. Uh, so they're there just to have fun and they do have fun. Mahomes takes it a bit more seriously than Kelsey does. But if Mahomes wins, loses, embarrasses himself, hits someone, he doesn't care. He's the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. So yeah, he's yeah. fine. Right? That, that's the attitude you got to have. Behind Brady, Listen, sorry. I mean, there's, there's probably 10 people that you can look at to say this is probably one of these 10 is going to win. Yes. I'm just, I'm just going there to have a good time, soak up the experience. My wife's going. Mike's going. Uh, my daughter's going. So it would be nice, you know. Uh, I, I, we're, we're looking to have a good time there. All right, so Tony Romo is one of those guys. Marty yes. Fish, who I'm playing with on on Thursday, right. and is a Smokes. friend of uh, me and Mike's. He'll be out there. Jack Nicholas called him the best non-professional golfer he's ever seen, and he is. Yeah. Like when you play with Marty Fish, you yep. feel like you're playing with a guy who's on the PGA tour. Without right? a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Well, so I have was, a uh, surprise. What was that, Mike? Yeah. I was just going to say. So is the big news that he's playing with Vrabel, or is it something else? No, I actually know Mike's. Uh, I think he's got a threesome on uh, on Friday morning. Uh, I, I think Vrabel is a part of it, and I can't remember who the uh, the third oh, okay. one is. But that's cool. I'd like to play with Mike. That'll be great. But I have something, Mike, that I think might be able to uh, help you win. Uh, okay. I do. I th I think I think you're going to have an unfair advantage over the other golfers in the field at Tahoe, uh, wow. and so I'm going to break this news for you. Now, listen, you have every right to say no. OK, uh -oh. but I am telling you that your caddy for the first round, maybe the second round, but probably not because there are dead shows and I might not even make it for the entire first round. Your caddy Friday, first round. You're staring at him right now and it's not Mikey A. Absolutely not. What, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Mike, I, I worked hard on this. I need somebody who is knowledgeable about the course. I played it three times, three times three more than times. you have. A local caddy I'm going to get there has probably played it a million times and knows golf better than you. You're going to bring me down, man. What are no. we doing here? Wait, you're really going to carry my bag? I am going to carry Who your bag in it? a golf court, okay? In a golf court, okay? I'm going to carry your bag. We're going to talk. We're going to have fun. Social media is going to be a buzzing. You ain't winning the thing anyway. It doesn't matter if you have a real caddy or not. So I might as well be there with you for the laughs, just to loosen you up. You might be thinking four iron. I might tell you a seven. Who cares, Mike? Get Vrabel on. I know the course, Mike. <laughs> wow. Wow. If Is this true? Is this really happening? It, it Listen, it's true if you sign off on it. And here's the other thing that I think you'll like, Mike, because you're all about the people, okay? Yeah. You are all about the people. If I don't show up, and it will depend on you, okay? If you have a good, you have to have a good first round, okay? Right, right. But if you want me to come back for the second round, there's a good chance that I'm not going to do it, okay? okay? And so, Mike, because you are a man of the people, if I don't show up for the second round, you will be able to pick someone, Okay out of the gallery and have a fan of yours ride around with you for the day and be your caddy. How about that? What a nice thing to do for the fans. First off, what is this ride around? I heard we have to walk on uh, Friday, uh, Saturday, and the, Sunday. The caddies take carts. I mean, at least this one does. Yeah. Wow. That would be awesome.
I, I, Mike, Mike, I will carry your bags. I will walk the course with you. And I am telling you, I know that course very well. And you know, I know golf. So can we I just do it and have fun? Yes. Yes, we definitely can. That will yes! be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. That will be I might have to fun. leave early, like the 16th hole. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's okay. And I would hope that you would, you would kind of mess with the other golfers in my group. That's kind of the whole the plan. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. whole plan is to leave you alone. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Mike. And okay. distract Vrabel or whoever else you're playing with. Yeah. Okay. That's so they have good. bad rounds and you have good rounds. I like that. And here's the other thing I'm hoping for. That's a nice surprise. I like that. What? Let's go with that. Okay. The other thing I'm hoping to do, the guy I want to meet, I want to meet Ray Romano. Oh, done. I, oh, want to <laughs> oh, meet Ray Speaking of hitting guys in the gallery, he hit Chris Cody. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Not you knowing know he was related story. to Chris Cody. I, I did not know that, but. The white Chris and I every night watch reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond. We're huge Ray Romano fans. He's going to be there. Got to get a picture with me, him, and Chris. That, that's my goal. Done. Okay. I, and again, let me repeat that sentence. Ray Romano hit Chris Cody on the first hole. Hit him right in the thigh, I believe. First drive. He did not know that he was related to Chris Cody. That is amazing. <laughs> Maybe he did and didn't want to admit it. <laughs> that's a good point yeah <laughs> that is a uh a very fair point that's how you get out of a lawsuit no yes. it's that's fine true. we're related we're related right right wait mike so all the people there ray is the one you want to meet because ray, ray i mean you and i will sit down with ray and do an interview ray like is that? the one yes okay. yes right listen all the athletes god i've had them i probably had them on my show over the last two decades right you know some of these guys so yeah the athletes were never the ones i was in awe of it was always like the entertainers so and Ray Romano is a guy that that we watch all the time. So yeah, that's the guy. Uh, Miles Teller will be out there. Any interest oh, I, there? I, I'm looking forward to meeting him as well. Yes, big fan of his as well. Yes. See, I love this. Like Mike's not interested rooster. in Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes. No, oh, no. right. I know not... these guys. I know them. I don't know right. Miles Teller. I don't know Ray Romano, but I love their work. So right. yeah, I'm way more excited to meet those guys. Now listen, if I drift away for a couple of holes because I'm off with Mahomes and Kelsey doing something, just just. Be patient with me, okay? All yeah, right. that'll be great. Let me tell. Uh, let me just tell you this right now. Right. If you drift away and leave me to carry my own bag <laughs> at this tournament, when you come back, expect a seven iron in the back of your head. Okay. All right. <laughs> Will you tip, Mike? Okay. Do? <laughs> yeah, I'll give him the tip to not smoke in bed. That'll be about it. What if you have a good round, though? I mean, if I have a good round, it'll be because of me. Okay. I mean, <laughs> and if we have a bad round, it's because I am. Exactly right. I, right, I give you a built-in excuse. Built. Exactly right. Yeah. That's the best tip you could give. Exactly right. I love the idea of me walking off, leaving Golik, and taking the clubs. Like, yeah, or just leaving the bag sitting in the middle of the fairway, and I'll be looking around going, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Hunter is in the grass. Wow. Yeah, he'll just grab it when club. you're there. Oh, Mike, I'm going to be your caddy. I mean, this is fantastic. Can you I, read greens? Yeah, Mike, I know the course. I have played it four times. I'm telling you. I, I, I played it twice in the Pro-Am, and I played you, two practice rounds. Does playing it four times make you an expert? Uh, it's caddying, Mike. I, let's not make too much of it. Okay, hey, it's a little, you know, left edge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> good. <laughs> Left edge, medium speed. <laughs> Little right to left, Mike. Keep Don't your head give down. away the hole. <laughs> He'll be using every every saying there is in golf. <laughs> I will be. God. So is this true? This is really happening that you're going to caddy for me? And the folks at NBC told me that if Mike Golick signs off on it, 
that I can indeed caddy for you on Friday. And if I do not show up Saturday and Sunday, because I have to go to San Francisco for the final three uh, debting company shows, that you can either go with a caddy, okay, like a real caddy, or you could choose someone from out of the crowd, like a fan of yours, which I think would be such a golic thing to do and such a cool thing to do because, Mike, the galleries are packed out there. Oh, There's a lot of people I, watching. I know, but that's asking someone to carry my bag. They would love to carry your bag. Uh, oh Mikey God. A., would, a, would someone in the crowd, if Golik asked them to carry his bag and be his caddy for the day, would that not like dreams come true type in a stuff, second. right? In a yeah. second. So, all right, I'm going to have to get That's this a story. Away. All right, I got to get this squared away because I've, I've already talked to that top, the, the guy who runs the caddies, and he was supposed to getting me a local caddy for these three rounds. So right. we got to get this all squared away so I don't screw anybody out of a job. Listen, if you want the caddy to walk with me and I walk with you, that's fine. Just so you have someone who knows the course really, really well. In fact, that caddy can hold the bag and I'll just talk to you. Okay? There we go. Okay. Yeah. I kind of, that, that's pretty cool, too. That saves you from carrying the bag. But if I say it's left to right and the real caddy says it's right to left, you go with me. Okay? Yes. As far as you're concerned, I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> You're a jackass. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know. So are you. I, I, I figured for content, this would be great. I, I no, really I do. agree. Yes, I agree. Yes. I'm with yeah, you. It's, it's going to be funny. Good. <laughs> really I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. All right. Now, listen, play fast because I have a dead show that night. Okay. Understood. I am Good. a speed player. I do not mess around. And if Rabel slows us down, I'll let me handle him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you be my muscle. <laughs> I wasted so much time. I never got to would you be shocked. Mike, I need 10 more minutes out of you. Can I get him? God, all right. Uh, fine. Like, Mike, I'm your caddy, okay? I know, whatever. <laughs>before we get to would you be shocked, uh we get Mike Golick senior's reaction uh to some NFL questions that me and Mikey A have. Uh Mikey A, you are beefing. It's a one-way beef. The one-way you way are beef, beef. You are beefing with a CBS reporter I saw on Twitter. Yep. Explain the nature of this one-way beef, my friend. So he came out with his, uh, it, like you do in the summer, your ranking of all the NFL coaches. And he had Robert Sala 26th. And he had them behind Kevin Stefanski and D'Amico Ryans. And uh, I don't even, I can't even pronounce the guy's name who, who plays for, who is now the head coach of the Colts from the Eagles. And I was like, look what the team was when he took it over. It was a two-win team that was a, 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 a weird win against the Rams from having Trevor Lawrence. And now they got a top-five defense, but you're going to put D'Amico Ryans, who hasn't co been a head coach for one game, or, or Kevin Stefanski, who had everything given to him and still can't make the playoffs. Right. I, I, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know about you. It seems that. like a waste of time and energy for Mikey A to be upset about that. But anyway, well, what I will say when you have to when you have to put out articles, Stu, you got to put out articles. What 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 I, what I have to say in Mikey A's defense, and this is nothing against all the brand new head coaches, but they should be whatever. Whenever you get to the new head coaches, if there's however many there are, they should all tie for last. Agreed. I mean, because they haven't done anything. I, I how many. How many coordinators that became coaches stunk? You know, right. I mean, you just don't, you don't. People, I, I when I was doing the show every year, well, how do you think this new head coach is going to do? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Bud Carson could be the greatest defensive coordinator to ever coach in the NFL. 
I was fortunate enough to have him in Philly. He was given the shot of head coach of the Browns, and he even told me, he said, I, I wasn't good at that. I was better as a coordinator. You sure. just don't know. So any new coach should be at the bottom of every list until they prove themselves as actually being a head coach on the field. Mikey, they were 7-10 and 10 last year. with uh, exactly. I mean, the only thing I'll say against Robert Sala is regardless of whose job it was inside the organization to develop Zach Wilson, they did not develop him correctly. And they so, were the 26th defense two years ago. Now they're top five. No, Mike, I understand that. But what I'm saying is you're the head coach now. Sure. So everything falls under your umbrella. Adjust. Everything yes, is your responsibility. They had a chance because that team's so talented. They had a quarterback, the number two pick in the draft, on a rookie contract. They had to break the whole thing up and go give Aaron Rodgers $50 million. And so that's on Robert Sala. Is it not, is it not Mike? It's partially yeah. on him. It's partially on him. It's, oh. it's on the GM who selected him, and it's on the offensive coordinator who didn't develop him. Yes, but it all falls on the head sure. coach. I, I agree with he that. Gets, he, gets but, a, he gets a piece of that play. But I still don't put any first-time head coach above Agreed. any head coach that has coached in the league. Because you don't know. You just because don't you know. you don't know. You do right. not know. All right, that's fair. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike Golick Sr., are you ready for Would You Be Shocked? We've only played this game once. We played it with Brian McFadden. He was excellent. Uh, we are now ready to play it with you. Are you ready to play it with us? I, I mean, I, I I so don't want to play it, yet I have to, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mikey A., do you have the sound? I do. Let me hear it. That's shock. It like, That's like shock, Mike. It sounds yeah. like a money machine counter. <laughs> Let me hear it again. It does. <laughs> He's right. It's just ripping through bills. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mike Golick Sr., would you be shocked if the New York quarterback... I Sorry, thought you I paused forgot. after, would you be shocked? Uh, 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 there you I'm go. rusty. Would you okay. be shocked... If the New York quarterback that has the best season is not Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I'd be very shocked. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That includes Josh Allen. I forgot Buffalo's in. No, 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 no. Forget about Buffalo. It's a different, it's like its own, it's own state. Okay. It doesn't count. So you're, you're talking about, you're talking about Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers, right? Would you be shocked if Daniel Jones had a better season than Aaron Rodgers? Without a doubt, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Really? Yes. Really? Absolutely. I would be shocked. I mean, they got some more weapons for uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, in New York. Still the best weapon for the Giants right now is Saquon Barkley. Whether catching the ball out of the backfield, which means it's a one-yard throw, and then Saquon does the rest, or him running the ball. So, yes, I would be shocked. Okay. Uh, Mike Golick Sr., would you be shocked? <laughs> it absolutely sounds like something that is counting money. Can't not hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> If the Chicago Bears make the playoffs. I'd be overly shocked. Yes. <laughs> now, that, divi that division is in a position to be had more than we've seen in a while. Now that Green Bay has fallen off, Minnesota has been really good in the regular season. Their defense has been bad, but offensively they have weapons. I think I picked Detroit to win the division this year, but that's that's certainly a crap shot shooter as well. I think the Bears are a year or two away still of acquiring talent. Doesn't mean it can't happen because we know 
four or five teams every year that didn't make the playoffs make the playoffs. But yes, I would be shocked if they made it this year. All right. Would you be shocked, Mike Golick Sr.? If the Denver Broncos went from worst to first and made it, won the AFC West with the Chiefs in it and made it to the playoffs. Yes, I'd be shocked at that as well. Um, worst to first. Now, you saying worst to first is different than would I be shocked if they made the playoffs? Okay. Well, would you shocked. be shocked if they made the playoffs? I would not be as shocked as they've made the playoffs because the okay. Raiders are iffy. The Chargers were, we keep expecting them to take the next step and we're waiting for that to happen. And the Broncos, I can't imagine Russell Wilson's going to have as bad a year. They helped the O-line a little bit, got some help on defense. So it wouldn't shock me if they made the playoffs. It would definitely shock me if they won that division, without question. Brandon Staley was was also above Robert Sala on his list. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, <laughs> He's really taking that to heart, isn't he? Wow. Okay. <laughs> win the Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? I mean, it doesn't matter. It's preseason. preseason which is why article, we're playing. Which is why we're playing. Would you be shocked? Would you would you be shocked? Exactly right. Thank you, Mikey A, for finishing that sentence. <laughs> Mike Golick Sr., would you be shocked? If there was a division where every team finished above 500. No, because we just saw it last year, right? The NFC East, uh, the worst team was the Commanders at 8-8-1. So they were right right there. So, no, I, I, I would not be shocked. I mean, I, I absolutely would not be shocked, and it would not be shocked if it came from that division again, quite honestly. But, no, that would not shock me at all. AFC East, yes, would be another one. Your worst was what, 7 and 10 Jets, and the North mm -hmm. was uh, 7 and 10 Browns. Yeah. I, I, you, yes, I definitely would not be shocked at that at all. Hmm. Uh, all right. Mike Golick Sr., would you be shocked? Where's my sound? It's coming. <laughs> Something happened. Nothing wow. happened. There we I go. It. So I just asked you, would you be shocked if there was a division where every team finished over 500? Would you be shocked, Michael Oak Sr., if there was a division where every team finished 500 or worse? Well, I mean, again, that happened last year, right? It did. In the yep. South, and I think it could happen in the same division again. I, I absolutely. Who, who's, who's coming out of that now? Teams were close, you know, all the other three outside of Tampa Bay were seven and 10. So, you know, that's just a couple of games difference that we could certainly see. But I'll say, because we just saw it, that I wouldn't be shocked at that either. And and, and I agree with you that it could be that division because I, I actually picked the Saints to win that division, but I did that last year too. <laughs> that right. didn't go so well. But really, they were only a game or so off, uh, just like everybody was. So it's a it's an incredible division of mediocrity at best. Okay. Uh, a couple more, Mike. We'll get you out of here. Mike Golick Sr., would you be shocked? If Jordan Love has a better season than Aaron Rodgers. I'd be stunned out of my mind. Yes. <laughs> stunned out of my mind. Listen, okay. they're going to rely a lot on the run. They got two big-time backs there. They got the young receivers who came on strong with Aaron toward the end of the year, 
Uh, but still, Jordan Love is going to make the early mistakes, and this is nothing against him. It's just the way it's going to be. He's the guy now, so he's going to make mistakes. And you have, you got it with the Jets. Like I said, they brought in weapons. Brees Hall, if he's healthy, catching the ball. I loved when I covered him at Iowa State. He yeah. was going to be the offensive rookie of the year last year, but then he got hurt. So yeah, I would be. That might be the most shocking I would be of all these questions you've asked. All right, uh, two more for you, Mike. Mike Golick Senior. Would you be shocked? If the Detroit Lions represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say because the NFC is more top-heavy, I would say I would not be shocked because I could see something like this. Hell, we saw such yes. a – I think a 5-12 and 12 or a 5-11, and 11, whatever, Ram team one year make the Super Bowl the next or something right in that area. So it would not shock me at all. Um, given I, I think it's Philly, San Francisco, and then basically everybody else in that conference, and you never know what's going to happen. So that would not shock me. And I, boy, would that be phenomenal to see. Yes, yes. Be awesome. Uh, Mike Golick Sr., would you be shocked if Jalen Hurts has a better season this year than he did last year? Um, no, I I don't think I would be shocked because I, I think he's a guy that gets better with each year that he plays, right? Yep. Um, maybe throw now they're still gonna run the ball a lot, but the the thing that you hope he's better that that the biggest thing is interceptions. He threw what six interceptions last year, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. I think it's a goal for every quarterback to be in single digits um to to you know for the year. And he, he was. His completion percentage was was real was really good as well. I think he could have as good or better season this year. Yeah. So I would not be shocked. All right. Last one for you, Mike. Would you be shocked? <laughs> if I showed up on Saturday morning to again be your caddy, knowing there are two Dedding Company shows in San Francisco just three hours away. Of all the would you be shocked questions you asked, this would be the most <laughs> shocking. There is no chance on God's green earth that you would be available to caddy for me with the concert uh, being that close. So, yeah. no, there's no way you'll be there. All right, but I'll see you Friday, my friend. Yes, yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> okay. You're going 10 under, I'm telling you. You're going to be the you're going to be begging me, paying me to come back on Saturday, okay? <laughs> I guess you're going to be the guy kicking my ball out of the rough into the fairway there. <laughs> yeah, yes, Mike, you distract everyone else yeah. and whatever bad drive you hit, you'll be surprised when it shows up right in the middle of the fairway, hit 150 three. out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to uh to spend the week with you and your family. It's going to be a lot Sounds of fun good, out man. there, Mike. Sounds good, buddy. All right. God bless football. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years, we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. 
you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.